This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. So, yes, uh, we're going to continue what I was talking about on the last episode. Um, so, basically, Yamamoto... Yoshibu, Nam- y- Yoshibu Yamamoto to the Phillies. He's not familiar with MLB playoffs, not familiar with Philadelphia, and the pressure that comes with being a Philly. This team is expected to win. The Phillies have gone deep in the playoffs the last two years. The NLCS this year, the World Series last year. Could have made the World Series this year. So... You factor all that in, Yamamoto being a better fit, being a better choice for the Phillies than Nola, I disagree. I disagree with people who would say that. Um, But Aaron Nola back to the Phillies, he's where he wanted to be. It makes sense for him, makes sense for the Phillies. And, you know, Blake Snell, he's going to, he's going to get a nice contract from somebody. He's never pitched more than I, I don't think he's ever pitched more than 188 and two thirds innings in a single season. So health can be a question. I know he's the defending Cy Young winner now, but. If you would if you would ask me who should the Phillies go out and get Nola or Yamamoto or Blake Snell, I would have said Aaron Nola. Um, so we'll see what happens with Yamamoto and Snell. There's going to be plenty of suitors for those guys. Yamamoto is an is from what I saw, he's a free agent now. As we continue talking about the MLB playoffs, this is. Making it big on the fuse. Just wrapping up what we talked about on the last episode. Just uh, <laughs> doing that. Uh, we will have an episode next next week. Um, trying to see if he. So. So it looks like. It looks like Yamamoto is officially a free agent. Yesterday, it was reported that the 45-day window for Yamamoto to sign with a, a team opened today. So, will the Cardinals get him? Will the what do the New York teams get him? Uh, the Yankees. More pitching help, the better. After seeing how the rotation panned out in 2023, maybe the Giants get a big fish like Yamamoto. Uh, 
Are the Braves interested in spe- they want to increase payroll? Do the Braves want to add Yamamoto? So we'll see. But I'm intrigued by the playoffs, the MLB or the uh, MLB offseason, the hot stove, the rumor mill, you name it. Who could get traded? Who could sign? Who could sign a big fish? So intrigued by this and the Giants, they're an interesting team because they have a playoff manager in Bob Melvin. They want to win, but it's like it sounds like they want a big fish. But also, you have to wonder how can like how much do they really truly want to spend? They did add Mitch Haniger. They did add Michael Conforto in the offseason last year. So that's where I'm like. How how much do they really want to commit to spending and winning? I would still expect them to try and find bargains. I would a bargain bin players. I would still try. I would still imagine they're going to rely on some of their young guys. Because, but right now, you look at the roster; it's not exciting. And when they won a freak amount of games just a few years ago, I was like. With that roster, how did they make that work? So they have a lot of misfits. They've had a lot of misfits on that team over the years. I'm really curious how the West is going to pan out in the National League because the Dodgers need pitching help. The Padres, it it sounds like they might be better off trimming payroll giants were in were in on the Aaron judge sweepstakes last year missed out got Conforto and Hanniger instead as consolation prizes so very intrigued they're gonna need arms they're gonna need help uh, in the lineup for sure something tells me the Giants would look at Eduardo Rodriguez um who I don't think would require a long-term commitment from the Giants, but the NL West intrigues me. How aggressive are the D-backs to add to their roster, especially the lineup? Very curious. The Cardinals, I'm not going to say they make the playoffs next year, but man, the Cardinals are the Padres after having down years in 2023. I would expect one of them to make the playoffs in 2024. You know, Lance Lynn just signed a one-year deal to return to St. Louis. We'll see. The Braves, the Phillies, still going to be really good. I expect both to make the playoffs in some way. Do the Marlins, are they aggressive enough? Do they try and increase their chances of making the playoffs? Like, how do they go about doing that? They have a new GM. Very intrigued by the offseason, to say the least. We saw the awards given out. Acuna, the NL MVP. Otani, the AL MVP. Um, Blake Snell gets the NL Cy Young. Garrett Cole, the AL Cy Young. You know, so 
hats off to the award winners. Hats off to those guys. Gunnar Henderson making noise as the rookie of the year in the American League. Uh, like I said, the AL Rookie of the Year winner. So, uh, Corbin Carroll. So, Carroll and Henderson were named Jackie Robinson Rookies of the Year. Um, so, yeah, hats off to everybody. Miami Skip Schumacher and Baltimore's Brandon Hyde were the NL and AL managers of the year. So, and I'm, I'm curious too, like who could be available via trade? Like I'm not saying, for example, the Phillies should absolutely go out and look for a th- another ace caliber pitcher this off season. You know, Dylan Cease, for example, it sounds like the Dodgers could be uh, interested in trading. Do- the Dodgers could be interested in trading for Cease. Cease had an awful year in 2023. But if I'm the Phils, for example, do I want to shop, shop a couple of my young guns to try and get Cease on my roster? Is it mandatory they do that? No. We'll see what happens in 2024. Uh, then in, in 2025, if it's absolutely necessary to re- try and find Wheeler's replacement, okay, consider it. Especially if Cease has a really good 2024 uh, in Chicago, if he's still there. But I don't think it's mandatory they go out and try and duplicate what they did in the early 2010s, where, oh, we'll get Roy Oswalt on top of Holiday and Cliff Lee on top of you know, we already have a good pitcher in Hamels. Like, I don't think it's necessary the Phillies try and get another ace on their staff. You have a good number one in Wheeler, a good number two in Nola. The rest of your rotation is pretty good. Uh, you want to see more at a Taiwan Walker late in the year. You want to see a fully, uh, a really, you want to see Suarez and Sanchez pitch more innings. Maybe the Phils try and do a six-man rotation, but the Phils, if they get a guy like Liam Hendricks for the back end, that would be helpful. Maybe they tweak the bench, tweak parts of their bullpen, get a, get a couple guys who could be good rotation options, but have them go to the minor leagues. They'll figure it out. But I am curious what team decides, hey, Let's go out and get Dylan Cease. Let's shell out some of our prospects to try and reel in a big fish like that. You know, Bieber, Burns, are these aces going to be available? Like how 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 likely is it they actually get traded? I would think for Burns it's pretty high. Losing Craig Council to the rival Cubs. David Ross gets fired. You know, And you look at a team like St. Louis in the Central, I'm very intrigued what they do because the Cubs can be beat. They are not a flawless team. And they missed the playoffs for a reason. 
I don't love their bullpen, for example. If they lose Bellinger, that's a blow. You know, I would expect the Pirates to be better, the Cardinals to be better, the Brewers will take a step back. It was bound to happen. They did not have a beautiful lineup. You know, people are saying Rowdy Telez could leave. So, very intrigued by the West and the Central in the National League. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. How aggressive are they? I mean, you have good young pieces. What are the odds you trade some of those young pieces to try and add veteran bats? You're not bringing back Joey Votto, it looks like. You know, I think it would behoove them to look at more rotation help. You know, hopefully Hunter Green steps up and, and eats more innings, and you want him to be healthy, obviously. But Hunter Green, when he's on, he's fun to watch. So the, the NL Central has some unknowns. I'm not saying it's a guarantee the Reds or the Cardinals make the playoffs, but I think they have a good shot, especially if the Cubs lose some pieces, if they lose Bellinger. Um, if the Cubs don't do enough, I may pick the Reds or the Cards to win that division. So I think I don't think the Pirate. I doubt the Pirates. I really, really doubt the Pirates will make the playoffs. But they can take the next step in their development. They can be a little more competitive in 2024. So very intrigued in the AL. Do I, is there a team that I really, really love? Baltimore should learn from their playoff defeat and add to that pitching staff, number one. Five, just, just find different ways to give that team a boost. Maybe you get another bat. Maybe you trade Santander for a nice pitching package, maybe or pitcher package. Maybe... Um, you know, you just find different ways to get better. So I'm intrigued by Baltimore. I'm intrigued by a lot of teams, a lot of, you know, a few divisions, but the NL, uh, the AL Central, how am I supposed to get excited about the AL Central? Is anyone picking the Twins next year? Anyone excited about the White Sox or the Tigers? No, no, no. The Guardians, uh, that offense. Steven Vogt, the new manager. How do you love the AL Central? How? So, that's the one, I mean, that's the one division where it's like, maybe in all of sports where you're looking at it and you're like, man, that's ugly. That's rough. You would think somebody, the Twins, you would expect them to maybe win that division again next year, even if they lose Sonny Gray. But... Um, a lot of questions. There's teams that should be on the rise. Um, maybe there's an exciting move, a surprise move that takes place, but very intrigued by the off season. Um, keep enjoying your college football, your NFL football, and 
you got NBA, NHL. Keep enjoying that. Uh, the in-season tournament in the NBA. Do you enjoy that? Let me know on Twitter at making a big one. But uh, you know Ryan Blaney winning. Ryan Blaney being the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Share your you can feel free to share your thoughts on that on Twitter at making a big one. But I hope you're all enjoying this time of year in the sports world and I hope all of you have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening to making it big. And and you know, I really do appreciate the people who listen to this show. Um, but enjoy your weekend. And obviously take time to be thankful. Appreciate spending time and, and have fun spending time with family and friends. Um, get silly. But it's a good time also to look at donating food, toys. There's toys for tots. Um so it's a good time of the year to be thankful and and and, and be uh charitable and and to help others to give. It's not about receiving. So um I hope there's plenty of holiday cheer to you and yours this time of year and uh we'll catch you next time. This is making it big. I'm the Fuse signing off. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.